ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller. I am in a kind of a punky mood today, but it's okay. Yeah, it's all upright. <laughs> So that's Pia Larson. Hey, hey, hey. Pia is my guest. She is the most driven entrepreneur that I have ever met. Gosh, I sound so hardcore. Well, you are kind of hardcore. <laughs> I mean, and we're going to talk about this because I feel like um, Rhett and Link in Good Mythical Morning. Have you ever seen that? No. YouTube channel? No. And Eric, do you know what I'm talking about? Rhett and Link? No. Oh, my gosh. They've been on forever. Literally, these two guys have been friends since, like, second grade or something in, like, the Carolinas. And they have the show, Good Mythical Morning. And they will – they'll bring something up and they're like, let's talk about it. And, you know, it's like, fr- like what can you fry or what can you eat? Is it dunkable or whatever it is? And <laughs> Will Char- it blend? Yes. <laughs> and Charlie started watching it as a little kid. And now I'm, like, still subscribed and I still watch them and pretty much – they're probably a, only a little younger than I am. And I'm like, guess what I learned on Good Mythical Morning this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I got to know where you get all your cultural know-how. Like, you know a little bit about everything. It's just amazing. I I just collect useless information. Where does it go? <laughs> what side of the brain? <laughs> uh, it's my brain is like a computer that has all the tabs open. You need a project manager in there. Why do you say that? I was just saying that I need the Candy Crush version of a project management system. You do. Because I just cannot keep it all together. (laughs) Anyway, look at that. Squirrel. I'm already off topic. (laughs) So if you can't listen live, make sure that you check out the podcast. You can text D-A-M-T-T to 55678 and you will get all of the details and um, you'll be forever in my debt, really. And if you want to ask a question or make a comment, you can call 425-373-5527. That's right, 425-373-5527. I'm starting to get good at this, like, commercial speak. I don't think I'll ever get to Eric's, like, No, Eric's voice. the master. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> like, even his laugh is very, like, <laughs> um. Which is a good thing, by the way. It's not like Scooby Doo. Exactly. So, uh, Pia, you know, you are a. I know a lot. You know, you <laughs> follow this show. You know exactly what is coming up. Uh, what I learned this week. So, here's what I learned this week. Remember last week when I was talking about how I learned that I need to know the difference between an SD card and an STD card? <laughs> yes. Yes. Who could Big forget difference. that? Right. Huge difference. Well, update. Charlie informed me that it's not, in fact, an STD. It's now called an SDI. Uh-huh. So for all of you out there <laughs> thinking about getting an STD card, <laughs> don't. And it's an SDI because apparently it's a sexually transmitted infection, not a disease. Well, there you go. So, I mean, this station is alternative talk. And alternative types of PSAs. So uh, I feel smarter already. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that is something that I felt like That's I really, enough to share right there. I mean, the, the I, you know, we could end right really there, right here. Off the mic. 
But I'm not going to. You know why? <laughs> because this past weekend, it was the one-year anniversary of my 50th birthday. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Happy birthday. Thank you. I have decided that since I was supposed to have this huge bash, like live music with my friend uh, James Dunkelberger singing and food with um, Vance doing some of the catering and signature cocktails and my whole theme was like a pop-up party like all of a sudden there it is it's like an oasis in the desert and people show up and it just happens to be everyone I know and like and lots of encores right oh of course yeah 100% yeah so it was going to be like unbelievable then a pandemic happened dun 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 right and so then it was like well we'll just put it off for like you know a month because this is all going to be over in a month. And then it was like, well, maybe not. And then, well, maybe next year. So I've decided that this is like a wrinkle in time. I'm not acknowledging that I'm 51. It's one year anniversary of my 50th. And until I get the big bash, I will continue to have anniversaries. And you can act like a one-year-old, right? Oh, I could. Yeah, you could. Start all over again. Fresh. Nice. <laughs> See? She is, she's not a dumb lady. Um... It was going to be so good. There wasn't going to be any kale in sight anywhere. <laughs> anyway. Then I'm not coming. <laughs> oh. So what I got instead this year for the one-year anniversary of my birthday is so much love. Now, what's interesting is that this year, my some people pick a word or they pick an intention for the year or they have their uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, okay. I can't even stay on topic in a conversation. How am I going to stay on resolution with that? However, I do like the idea of choosing this word that you sort of infuse into your life. So this year was about joy, experiencing emotions, stepping into feeling the good stuff. It's so easy to feel the bad stuff all the time and not actually be present enough to feel the good stuff. So I was like, joy. I like that. Right? Yeah. So Joy I, to the world. Exactly. <laughs> All the no, boys just and girls. to Stacy. Just to Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna start singing <laughs> Joy to you and me. Okay. Um well, so now we gotta pay a royalty. <laughs> I know, sorry. Well I hummed it. Kind of. It's fine, don't worry about it. So anyway, all this love that I got, my birthday kicked off. I had a lovely happy hour with Pia. She turned our happy hour into like happy birthday hour. <laughs> and that was so unexpected. Um, she greeted me with a big smile, a balloon person and birthday buddy, birthday buddy, balloon and birthday buddy. It's so cool. I will show pictures on my um, social later so that you can see it. It's super, super cool. Um, That's like Otto from the airplane movie. But for your oh, birthday. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your oh autopilot. Gosh. Yes. Yeah. That, oh, now I feel like I need to name him Otto, like O-T-T-O, but like <laughs> Otto. Okay. Squirrel. Um, I also got flowers from mom. Now, one does have to ask, who ordered the flowers for mom to send to me if I you? didn't do it? No. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sort of curious because they were this beautiful, um, she did 1-800-Flowers, not sponsored, um, hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> and um, in a really colorful vase, a purple vase, and all these gorgeous flowers. And I was like, A, what an amazing surprise. Thank you, Mom. Hi, Lee. Hi, Dan. And who the heck 
helped your order. Oh, <laughs> poor mom. She doesn't she doesn't know how to order flowers? She does, but Pia, mom's greatest desire is to have a lady in waiting. Well, I would like that too. I, I mean, yes. Yeah. And so normally I'm the one that, you know, she's like, I need to order this. I need to order that. And I help her out. And yeah. so in this case, I'm very impressed. Whomever helped her, thank you. <laughs> she could have just knit some flowers to send to you. Right? Which, by the way, Mom, update on those um, on those little dish rags. I gave some to Eric. I gave some to Amy. I gave some to friends that I saw on Thursday, and they are all nuts about them. So she knits. She Well, she has taken up knitting because she cannot drink all day every day. And so... <laughs> Why? You gotta take a, you gotta take a knitting break. Exactly. Every so often. And so she has been knitting these little dish towels and they are amazing. Yeah, I, I knit as well. I do crochet as well for that same reason. Because right. I can't drink all day. <laughs> so it's something to keep me busy. I, exactly. Yeah. Keep your hands busy so yeah. that there's no room for a glass. Yeah. So um so Unless she you knit one. <laughs> for a one knit one. So that, that was sounds messy. I know it does, doesn't it? I know. I'm like, I mean, maybe a cup holder, like mm. one of those cozies. That would be kind of good. So she sent me flowers. I got flowers from Aloisa. I got flowers from my friend Karen. I got love notes. Aloisa put together this book of notes that people, she must have collected notes from people and put them in a published book. And it was 51 things that we love about you. Oh, I'm going to steal that idea. It was I, you know, I started being then emotional. Yeah. And, but it was a, like a joyous emotional. And, you know, reading these things. Now, I will admit, um, some of them are really funny. Uh, I think one of my favorites was from Jane Barry, who was like, you're your own best audience. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's a compliment, <clears throat> but I sort of love it because she's right. Um, I think my Instagram says I'm a legend in my own mind. Um <laughs> And I will say that a lot of people commented on my mobile bar skills. If you invite me on your boat or you invite me somewhere, I bring like this little thing and I have a cutting board and a nice knife and I bring my lime and I like, it's all very well appointed. Well, Mom, you know, you're always invited to our lake. So, well, I, I think it's pretty impressive that you can get 51 things that people like about you. I'm just thinking. Oh. If someone had to do that for me, they, like by number four, it'd be like, your shampoo smells good. I don't know. <laughs> 51 now, was this 51 things. individual awesome. people? or So some people had multiple things. Okay. So there was, you know, multiple things, but they were all very unique things. And, you know, some, as I said, made me laugh and they were super specific. And but it, it was just it shows that your friends see you and how much they love you. It's a beautiful gift. So that was an amazing thing to get. So that was pretty awesome. Um, Sally gave me a picture of Percy. So Percy's our cat that went underwent all the surgery and now, you know, basically went from M to F. Your trans cat? <laughs> My trans cat. And Percy does this interesting pose that's cat yoga, but really what it is is like he's cleaning his ghost junk <laughs> where his legs are like up in the air and he's flailing. Anyway... I had sent Sally a picture a while ago, like, look at my ridiculous cat. And she turned it into a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it's Remember, the ridiculous to the sublime. Um, I got an amazing handmade um, mosaic H. Oh, that I was like really that. cool. Gin. Of course, I got gin. Um, my kids 
wrote me love letters. Listen up, kids. I mean, each of them just, I mean, then the ugly crying started. Yeah. Then it just went straight into ugly cry. They also ordered six sweatshirts, black, with Don't Ask Me to Talk on them, and Stacy Connects on the back. Oh. I see merch. <laughs> Eric, you want one? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, Pete, he got me a Bogey Boys polo shirt. The um, line from Macklemore, not sponsored, would like to be. <laughs> Wait, you got to keep me up on this. What? What is this? Oh, my this? gosh. Macklemore and some business partners, uh, Macklemore has taken up golf, okay. such as it is, okay. right? Because he, he's so that type. Oh. <laughs> and so the vibe that he's going with is like 70s, like, porn stash look got it and but in golf so there's you know lots of bright colors and argyles and random things caddyshack yeah Yeah. thank you yes perfect like caddyshack and bowling right a little thrift shop in there right yeah so this line it's called bogey boys and so the clothes are really cool they are you know they can work for men they can work for women like they're so cool anyway he got me a polo shirt Ooh. And I was like, how did you know? And Pete, I do listen to you, you know. And I was like, there's a lot of white noise. So for you to wade through all of the white noise and actually hear something is impressive. And then the immersive Van Gogh experience that's coming to Seattle in the fall. He got tickets to that. Wow. I mean, an amazing birthday, right? But you know what the truth is? That you treat your friends just like that as well. Like you remember the the little things that that make people go, aw, that I, was really thoughtful. I guess so. I, yeah. I, it was an embarrassment of riches. I mean, you know, the balloon guy that you gave me, Buddy, a.k.a. Otto, um, <laughs> I got cupcakes. I got a birthday ditty. And Ooh. I, Eric, will you play it? You bet. Okay. Listen to this, guys. Stacy, I heard a voice the other day said you wanted a beat for your birthday. Turns out that voice sounded a little bit like you. Hey, you guys. What have you done in a personal space with this many mirrors? (laughs) Anyways, I thought I'd go ahead and put this together real quick. Hang on. Stacy's calling. I want to say something real quick. Hey, really quick. Happy birthday, Stacy. So, anyways, yeah. uh, I know you didn't get your party last year. I hope you get your party this year. Happy birthday, Stacy. Okay. How amazing is that? You're setting the bar really high. I I I have amazing friends. I mean, I just said, "Gee, no one's ever written a song for me or whatever. That would be so cool." And Dave comes up with that, and I love it goes into the whole Jane thing where, you know, "Oh, you're your own best audience." When I say the line about the mirrors, which is from another podcast recording, and the audience cracks up. Thank you for the fake audience, Dave. <laughs> I need a laugh track for like my whole life. And then um, I love when it's like, oh, hold on, Stacy's calling. And the funny part about it is that that's Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Stacy. Yeah. Um, so I totally love that. I mean, that's an amazing thing. So um, it was a pretty darn good birthday. How are you going to top that next year? I, I, don't, I am going to have to keep being. You're going to have to do a me. party. Well, I definitely feel like I have yeah. to do a party. Yeah. So it was incredible. So, you know, between the balloons and the cupcakes and the cakes, I had an amazing princess tort. If you've watched uh, British Baking Show season one, they make a princess tort. 
Hoffman's and Redmond, not sponsored, um, <laughs> would like to be, will work for cake. Um, they make an amazing princess tort. So what, what is a princess tort? It's a, basically, it's a sponge cake that has an amazing fluffy cream in it and a base that has a raspberry filling. And then over the top, there's a marzipan. Ooh. And it's really pretty. Now, I will say marzipan, um, you have to like you either love it or hate it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it gets, I take like a bite and I'm like, yeah. okay, sweet enough. And then I eat all the insides. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing and beautiful. And I even got tiramisu from Fernando and Cindy at wow. Sip. Wow. So. Oh, that's right. That was really good. Thanks was, for sharing. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know. Thanks for taking me there. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. I have to say it was an extraordinary birthday, and it was an embarrassment of riches, and I Well-deserved. Well, thank you. So uh, speaking really quick here of, um, of Fernando and Cindy, my Stasiism of the week. So every week I have something to share. Mom gave me years ago when Annie was first born advice. Not a lot of it was really good. <laughs> However, there's a couple things that stick out. One of them was uh, wear lipstick, which was weird because I didn't wear it. So I was like, I think you're just trying to tell me to wear lipstick. Uh, another was make sure that you get babysitters right away. Even when the kids are little, they're going to be fine. And don't just have family babysitters. Like get babysitters and go out on dates. That's great advice. Awesome advice. Yeah. And we actually took that advice. The lipstick, eh, that came along. And... It was super helpful, and so Tuesday nights we had babysitters, and Pete and I will be married for 29 years in June, Ooh. and I would say that probably for 75% of that time that we have been together and had kids, because this is mostly important when you have kids, yeah, we have had Tuesday night date night. That's amazing. And, you know, what we found is that, one, it's really easy to find a babysitter on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Kids aren't doing anything, yeah. and they can do their homework and whatever. Fridays and Saturdays when we got babysitters, that was for time with friends and, you know, parties and right. going out to dinner. But Tuesday nights, it was all about checking in with each other and catching up with each other or comparing schedules or, um, you know, planning, you know, around the holidays or, you know, talking about dreams or whatever it was. And we still do that. And our Tuesday night place is SIP in the Highlands. And we go every week, and people always say, you guys go to the same place every week. And I make the argument that going to the same place every week means when we walk in, and, you know, even now, after all the pandemic stuff, bartender knows us, knows our drink, knows exactly how we like it. We know the menu. We don't have to get interrupted a thousand times. They know kind of our cadence and how the night goes. Um, the food is really good. We've gotten to know them. It's just, it's that cheers experience that you it's have. It's like your second home. It is. Yeah. And it's just a lovely place to go. And so we like that. And, you know, the whole not having to, like, get to know each other. Well, and then you don't have to think about what, what are we going to do this Tuesday or, like, and and have the responsibility fall on one person or the other. And then they get stuck and... Right. It's, it's just easy. It's one less decision that we have yeah. to make. Yeah. So we love that. So, um, you know, pretty much you can find us at SIP any Tuesday night around 
seven-ish, I'll be the one having a Hendrix and tonic with lime. Hey, but 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 you don't want to advertise that because then it won't be a date night. <laughs> It'll be a party. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe people will maybe people will convince Pete that I'm like the cutest ever. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, um, we are going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Pia Larson, the owner and entrepreneur behind Fingerprint Marketing. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller, and now we're going to talk about someone other than me. Shocking, I know. So I know Pia from our BNI group. Uh, you've been in that for a super long time. Twelve years. Look at that. It's longer than like every Kardashian relationship put together. <laughs> and I mean, more, from end to end. And more. <laughs> <laughs> right? So um, speaking of which, you know, B and I are Plateau Partners. Check out the podcast, Plateau Partners Pulse, on your preferred podcast platform. Anyway, she is the, as I said, the ultimate entrepreneur. Now, I didn't look this up because I feel like this is very much like a middle school thing. Like I looked up, if you look up the word entrepreneur in the dictionary, it would say... <laughs> I think it's different than, you know, just a standard business owner in that entrepreneur feels more about like a spirit. And I think it in it imbibes your not just your professional life, but also your personal life. Yeah, you can't separate them. You you can't. Mm-mm. And you just it's, you know, seeing all of these opportunities. If you're a business owner, then, you know, you may have a product or a passion and, you know, you go with it. If you're an entrepreneur, you see it everywhere. Would you agree? It's kind of a disease. <laughs> it's, kind, it's kind of a sickness, I think. There should be a card for yeah. it. <laughs> There's and, a group with snacks. <laughs> it's ED. Get the card. <laughs> um, so you agree with me. Good to know. Yes. Um, so this spirit of yours goes way back. And you have shared this, and I'm going to have you share it again, um, because it just so captures the essence of you starting at such a young age with a play that you put on. Yes. So the story goes, I was, let's say I was eight or nine. I can't remember. And I grew up in the Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm an island girl, St. Croix. Um, 
And so there weren't a lot of friends around or things to do. So we got really creative. So my brother and I were going to put on a puppet show. And we did everything. We did the stage. We did the puppets. We, we advertised it to the neighborhood and our friends. We had the chairs set up and everything. But that wasn't enough for me. I saw some opportunities. I'm like, I'm like that movie where he walks in and he goes, I see dead people. <laughs> for me, it's like I see opportunity everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I upsold all of our audience. So if you wanted to sit up front, it was an extra dollar. If you wanted a, uh, what do you call it, a pamphlet or program, show, program um, that was $5. Um, I actually put my dad to work making popcorn, paid him 50 cents, and charged a dollar for popcorn. So there I we mean, go. The ticket sales, <laughs> the concessions, the program, the, you know, the seats, the, like, did you have... I marketed it too. Like, like of you can't you, you can't just like let your mom advertise it for you. So we went door to door. We like told our classmates to tell their parents. Yeah. Uh, did thing. you like? Did you charge more for like an autograph? And did you did you have flowers for the performers that you could? Uh, we, you know, we, we did have flowers. Um, I I didn't charge for our autographs, but that's a great idea. See, <laughs> next time, next time. So I think that right there. So just explains it well and the funny thing is my brother who's five years younger brian he is so not an entrepreneur he's like he went to get his master's in business he's a corporate guy you know chief something i don't know what it is but um even back then he was like what are you doing (laughs) what the heck we're just putting a puppet show on no we're making hay while the sun is shining (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh i that's what i'm saying i think you know you can be a great business person but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're an entrepreneur right you have to be comfortable with that you know with the seeing opportunity and taking the risk to go ahead and and make it happen yeah so it's a long way from puppet show to um fingerprint marketing so i'm still pulling the strings (laughs) you are still well done so did you ever work for anyone else uh i did i worked for um a title company as a marketing director um, I was an escrow officer. Uh, I worked for AOL when they first started. Wow. Okay. Well, that's yeah. yeah. That's a long time ago. So. Wow. Those yeah. other two. That's interesting. Yeah. But but I I did not fit well there. I was told to color within the lines. I was told to do my due deal, my uh, pay my dues. That's what my favorite one was. You need to pay your dues before you can get to this position. So that went over well with you. That went over like a lead balloon. It didn't go over like Buddy the Balloon. It went over like a lead (laughs) balloon. So then what types of businesses then did you start? So my husband and I had a roofing company in Oakland, California, which is very successful until La Nina, El Nina, where Uh, uh, we had the massive rains in like 97, 98. And uh, everyone was suing everyone. I had a baby. Um. Uh. We I started a catering company um, back in college. It started back then. I was doing typing, charging double after midnight. Saw the opportunity. Oh, yes. My, like, that's brilliant. So, yeah. So I paid for college because of that. I can't tell you how many people were knocking on my dorm door at midnight. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're oh. going to pay. That's really, I mean, and taking those skills that you have. So Grace had learned to sew as a 
little kid and, you know, she's got a sewing machine and the whole thing. And I said, you should bring your sewing machine to college because the number of people that you can fix the top or they're going out to a formal or they have to do a quick hem or they want curtains in their room. I'm like, you could make serious bank. She did not listen, (laughs) but she's going to be far more successful than I am anyway. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's interesting. So then how did you finally land on website design development just like any entrepreneur i act it's an accidental thing so housing commissioner put the kibosh on marketing in the real estate industry i found myself without a job freaked out because i'm i am also the type of girl that i listen to my parents like go to college get a steady job like blah 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 have two kids two and a half kids if that's possible um dogs dogs Dogs. you line them all up and yeah so um i'd had businesses before but for some reason you know at this stage in life i was like oh no right what at like 20 i think i was 27 wow so old so old (laughs) (laughs) anyway the story goes i was laid off and uh the people that i was working with followed me and they were like we need your help i'm like okay well i'll do a few things And then they just kept coming back. And within two weeks, I was eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, and and just kind of used my creative sense. And and I figured it out, again, like most entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It's like, I need someone to do digital marketing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Research it. uh, Learned it, you know, online. Just kind of faked it till I made it. Mm -hmm. And just took off. That's the other interesting thing I think about. Uh, that entrepreneurial spirit is that you don't have to do it yourself. What you do yeah. is you see opportunity, you recognize that that is basically your gift, and right. then you outsource all of the work to yes. the people that that's their zone of genius. Like, oh, you love counting beans? Great. Go count the beans. Well, and that's, you, the, that's the beauty about not working in the corporate world is because, you know, you have these people that are nine to five, they're sitting at their desk, and they're basically spending time, Right. And if part of their day is is doing stuff they don't enjoy doing, then it's not fun for them. It's not productive for the company. So what I try to do with my team is I figure out what do you love doing, Mm -hmm. right? Even though I give them a title, I don't want them wasting time and energy on things that they don't really love to do Mm -hmm. because I can find someone else to do that. Right. Um, And they can do it whenever. They can do it at midnight, six o'clock, like whenever. So whenever the creativity flows. Right. Well, uh, Pete always says, um, you know, you should ideally have responsibilities, not ours. Yes. And so recognizing that, you know, I I'm I feel like uh, those 80 supermodels, like I'm not getting out of bed before such and such a time now. And for such and such a dollar. Right. That (laughs) said, I will pretty much get out of bed for like any amount of dollars. But (laughs) someday. Right. Maybe it'll be a little. But, you know, I tend to be a I've got to, you know, wake up in the morning and check the news. I do a little meditation. I do my thing. And then then I get my day started. But then I'll go until seven o'clock at night or, you know, later. And I'm just getting into my flow. So I'm with you. And it's it's interesting. It doesn't feel like you have a good work ethic. It just feels like this is what you're doing. Yeah. With, you know, that that entrepreneurial sense. It's all you can't turn it off. That's the feeling I get. Like people say, oh, you really need to turn it off. You need to divide your personal and your business life. Well, if you are a creative, that's really hard to do. Right. Oh, yeah. And especially an entrepreneur who's a creative. 
um, it's really hard to turn that off. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I do love that the name of your business is fingerprint marketing. The whole concept behind it, leaving a unique fingerprint, fingerprint. on the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, folks that are listening. There's only one you. There's only one you. Mm-hmm. And just that, and your the, your logo, the way you have it, it's like, you know, the thumbprint, basically, um, but also sort of exc- exclamation point and... It's brilliant. Thank you. Makes me mad. I didn't think of it myself, but that's okay. Whatever. <laughs> I can't think of everything. Um, and so that has evolved. I mean, how do you stay relevant as things change? You know, it's like at one point you had to, you know, really build a website and, you know, figure all of this stuff out. And then with more and more software that comes in, there are things that make it easier, but you still have to stay relevant in like this landscape that's constantly changing. Yeah. You just, you figure you have it all figured out and then you wake up the next day and you're like, ugh, right. It's changed. And it happens Again. that quickly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously experience, this is our 14th year. Uh, obviously experience uh, helps. Um, but just like you, I, th- I'm an intuitive. So, my goal is to find the low-hanging fruit. So where can we find business opportunities for you that aren't going to cost a million dollars, aren't going to take a, a lot of time because, mm-hmm. like, other small businesses, we have limited resources. Um, and how do we tap into your special sauce, right? Mm-hmm. So those combinations. So it's almost like it's very hard for me because I have to eat, sleep, drink, everything google digital marketing tech like and and thank god i love it you mm-hmm. know thank i mean I, I i have books that i'm reading podcasts that i'm listening to radio shows you know and obviously i can't take it all in but enough that i can be an expert and guide my clients mm-hmm. um because as a small business owner you know if i were to do it on my own right now and and try something new I would want to hire a guide because mm-hmm. I don't have time to figure that out. Right. Right. So um, I think the original question was, how do you stay current? Right. Was that the question? Yeah. And, and you know, you answered that. And I think, you know, the experience and you basically saying, A, you've got experience that you're building upon with constantly consuming things. Yeah. And being aware of what's going on basically in... But there's the tra- there's traditional stuff. There's like the the minimum viable product, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this is the minimal stuff that has to get done for you to even I say get invited to the party, okay? Like even to get past the red rope to get the invitation to the party where all your competitors are. The short skirt, yeah. the showing leg. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's shocking and surprising how many of our clients or not clients but prospects and clients out there who haven't done that work yet so that's a huge like we can help them right off the bat Mm -hmm. um but then there's okay now how do we do it differently what's the next level um so looking at the opportunities it's very collaborative um because i'm not going to tell someone to do something like create videos or you know create an email campaign if their heart is not in it and they don't have maybe the the assistant to do it or if they Mm -hmm. don't have you know if they're not into it. Right. The right? real return on that investment yeah. is, you know, I, I, 
I have talked about with my business that I'm not going to tell somebody whose whole passion is living off the grid that they need an Instagram account (laughs) about their life off the grid. Yeah. You know, that doesn't make sense. They're not worried about the Instagram grid. Yeah. And there are other ways that, you know, they're going to connect with the people that they want to connect with. Yeah. But I I, I call myself the, the marketing crash test dummy because I like to try everything. And so that way my clients don't have to. I kind of go in and I test everything and then I tell them what is working today, mm-hmm. in 2021, what to ignore. Um, I often, they'll get emails, people pitching them stuff and I'm like, okay, delete, 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 mm-hmm. which is something they value mm-hmm. a lot um, because it's so noisy. And um, the other thing too is they it's the curse of knowledge. So our clients have all this information that they're consuming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have a sounding board and someone to go back and say, well, what do you think about this, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's having basically WebMD for your business, but you're not going to, like, leave and say, like, great, my business has cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you go to WebMD. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a hangnail. No. It's cancer. It's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so having somebody translate all that information and yeah. say, actually, you have a hangnail. Yeah. Um, and you don't need to do all of these special things. Yeah. But by the way, you should just use this basic thing that you can do. And it's going to make a huge difference for, you know, you being able to walk forward. Look at that. Man, yeah. that was good. Yeah. And I and I do have to say that a lot of work with small businesses, too, is mindset work and business coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just marketing. Because um, we're, you know, I can feel where they've been mm-hmm. and their struggles. And I understand, you know, when they are holding on tight to something they need to let go um, and just have faith mm-hmm. in the future. And so I try to inspire them. Well, and you do. I know. I know people that work with you. I've worked with you. And um, nailed it. Stuck the landing. So <laughs> there you go. I also think um, I'm going to hazard a guess that on the one hand somebody as creative as you and all over the place this business that you've gotten yourself into because it is constantly evolving and changing it keeps you interested so I could see you getting bored easily oh yes Uh uh-huh however because things change so much it means that you know you essentially don't have the same you haven't had the same job for 14 years exactly well, I will say with a caveat, I will say that I have a really strong team um, because I don't want the listeners to think, oh, she's flighty or she like flits from oh, from idea yeah, to no. idea. <laughs> so I we have consistency. We have protocol like we have plans. Oh, where, I said you're driven. Yeah. <laughs> she's the driven entrepreneur. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this this lady made money <laughs> off of the concessions and the seats <laughs> and everything and the programs like at uh, a play or a puppet show. Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing flighty about you. <laughs> so, yeah. So once I have the ideas and then I hand it over to a team to implement. Um, what was your original question? I can't remember. I was just commenting. I've already on... gotten bored and moved on. No, I, exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Keeping it real here on Don't Ask Me to Talk. She's like, I didn't. <laughs> um, no, so so not having a specific niche for me works really well. So mm-hmm. my my agency mastermind coach, Jason Swank, chides me all the time. Pia, you need to niche down. You need to niche down. 
but I would be so bored. Like right. if I was just working with restaurants or doctors or mm-hmm. I just, it's just, and the other thing too is I bring a fresh perspective from other industries to your business. Right. And a lot of times our clients are like, really? I can do that? I'm like, yeah, let's break the rules. Why not? Yeah. There she is, coloring outside the lines again. Yeah. And then there's things like podcasting and I, video, right? It's like that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. So um, let's talk about that before we go to a break. So one way that you keep from getting bored is you are, at least professionally, let's talk about in the professional space, is you're, A, as you say, constantly consuming information. And then you're, as you say, you're that crash test dummy that's like, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to work out all of the kinks so that you don't have to worry about it. And so now you're embarking on a podcast of your own. Yes. It's called Make Your Marketing. Okay. So can we talk about this, you guys? (laughs) It's fingerprint marketing and you're making your mark. mark. Yep. I mean, it's brilliant. Yep. And Stacey did have a hand in helping me put together kind of the concept which was amazing. Um, we kind of wanted to do something around cars and driving and being in the driver's seat and not crashing and burning with your marketing. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and to keep things fresh, you know, interviewing someone new every week is going to be tons of fun. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, and, and all of those different perspectacles that, you know, you can bring to it and, you know, bringing people on that are subject matter experts and, what I love, I love that phrase now because you don't have to be a PhD in something that if you have experience and knowledge about something, then you're a subject matter expert. Yeah. I yeah. mean, every mom out there that has had kids, you are a diaper changing subject matter expert. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, one of our first guests was a cybersecurity expert in Texas. I interviewed him an hour after the power grid went back on. After that massive power outage. Wow. And he dropped some massive, like, hacks. That's... Not security hacks, but but how a small business can be hacked. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. It hasn't launched yet. Nope. It's next launching. Month. Okay. Next yeah, month. April. April 8th, I believe. So yeah. I'll make sure that I keep people up to date on... I always try to remind people, like, hey, you know, Raquel Hill, who was a guest a few weeks ago, she's in the final for her chef contest so vote for her and um what to um or the eternally expecting um with amy harrison that's going to be coming out in april your podcast i'll let people know about that thank you um make your marketing and you know having fun with that and being being in the driver's seat and simultaneously it's like when you take driving lessons and you know you have you're in the passenger seat, but you have a brake and you have gas and right. you have the steering wheel. Yep, you're in control. Mm-hmm. And, and don't look in the rear view mirror. Just keep going. Totally. Just don't run anyone over. Well, <laughs> that's a hit and run. <laughs> we, we want to avoid that. So uh, we're going to take another quick break. And then I want to I keep talking about this concept of entrepreneurial spirit with Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing. We'll be right back. Art lovers, climate-concerned citizens, and you are invited to a virtual art show. 
The exhibition, From Green to Gray, opens Friday, April 2nd, and runs through May 31st. The virtual exhibition, conceived by artist and high school senior William Raines, will focus on the effects of climate change and will feature juried work from artists around the world. Profits raised from print sales will support the Sunrise Movement, an organization fighting for progressive climate policy in the United States. To learn more, go to fromgreentogray.com. Note, gray is spelled with an E. Are you stuck in a creative straitjacket, going crazy, trying to find a different way out, exhausted from trying to make old ideas feel fresh? And relevant, Popcorn and Noodle is a boutique agency that specializes in popcorning new ideas and noodling on existing ones for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Whether it's ideas about what to name a new venture, how to promote your services, or which direction to consider next, Popcorn and Noodle serves ideas that pop and stick. Don't go crazy. Go to popcornandnoodleideas.com. Creative solutions serve daily. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I'm your host, Stacey Heller, your chief talker. And joining me today is Pia Larson. We've been talking about this whole idea of entrepreneurial spirit and how that has been a huge part of Pia's life. And it's that interesting juxtaposition of driven, as we were saying, and yet entrepreneurial, which some people, as you mentioned, uh, might think that you're being indecisive or flighty or whatever it is. And that is definitely not the case. Um, It's more that idea of seizing the moment and seizing opportunity when you see it. And it's worked out really well for you. Yes, it has. In fact, so well that... um, this entrepreneurial spirit and all of your hard work have enabled you to to do this in your private life too. You just closed on a house. Yes, today we we are official Florida home owners as of today. Our second home is going to be investment, and I've already started working on marketing. <laughs> of course, you have. I I love that. Um, you call it the Hollywood House? We call it the Hollywood House. It's on Hollywood Boulevard in Sarasota off of Siesta Key. And it sleeps 12 people. Um, already got the website. Already got, like, the domains. Um, and I texted my property manager a couple nights ago. I'm like, oh, I've got an idea. And she's like, of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> Let's turn it into a retreat place. So we could like have an event, have an event there. And oh, and we're also going to co-host a merchant open house. So for all the local restaurants and businesses to come see the property so they can talk about it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You could hang art on the walls. And when you're not renting it, have like a pop-up art show. Yep. Yep. I mean, I sort of think it's brilliant. Yep. Um. Well, and for some reason, with this whole, like, the Hollywood house, and it's in Florida, where a lot of elders, I, I'm trying to not call them elderly, <laughs> I'm going with elders, you're welcome, Diane, um, you could have the Golden Girls as yep. kind of like a little theme that you've got going yep. there. Yep. I mean, and, the, and the beauty of our business is it's digital, and it's, so pre-COVID, you know, there were a few times where people were like, I want you to come in to our conference room and present and speak to our sales team, and that's just not me. Um, right. And now everyone's used to remote 
Mm-hmm. So if I'm remote from Florida, I can be remote from anywhere. So so awesome. So yeah. are you going to do this through Airbnb? Yes. Yes. So good. Yeah. Have yeah. you done any of their experiences? I have not. I have not. It was I feel so like I, great. I, I need to. What have, what have you done? So we did for Christmas, we got my in-laws uh, cooking with the grandmas. And so it's a couple of grandmothers. So it's clearly, it's a family that has put together this business. They're in Italy. Don't ask me where. It's Italy. I don't know. It's somewhere in Italy. <laughs> I promise. Someone's and, grandma's house. Exactly. <laughs> and they put together this thing. And so you may have one of two different grandmothers and then this younger gal, one of the daughters. And we did um, cannelloni. And they tell you, they give you a playlist that you can listen to. Oh, they give you wine recommendations, yeah. like the kind of wine you should pair. They give you the recipe and ingredients that you need and then you make it while you're on the zoom call with them and it was so amazing we did this and my in-laws were in florida we were in washington will was in california and you know they were very impressed with will because we were making pasta from scratch and he didn't have a pasta maker or a rolling pin so he (laughs) used a tequila bottle (laughs) (laughs) they were like William and they <laughs> loved him and my in-laws had such a great time they want to do it again for their upcoming anniversary and do it with all 20 family members that are all over the place so that's kind of the idea of what I want to do with the Hollywood house is to create these experiences um, not through Airbnb but inspired by Airbnb so last summer uh, when COVID hit I was supposed to have a big party for my for my friend in California who was turning 50 and it it became an outdoor affair, but like very small, like mm-hmm. there were eight of us. Um, so I hired comedians to come perform on our dock at our lake. And it was so much fun. We're going to do it again this summer. We had like uh, an intro guy. We had like the main event and mm-hmm. then uh, the other guy. And it was like an hour and a half. And it was such a hit. Um, Did you so- sell tickets and programs and seats? <laughs> Not that time. <laughs> But but this summer we're going to put them out on the dock and like float them around and, and get like donations and stuff. So. I love that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. I I loved the Airbnb um, experience. I think that's awesome. And experiences are where it's at. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, in these days, it's, you know, more and more it's doing something with someone, especially after, you know, hopefully post pandemic. Yeah. That's what people are really into. Yeah. And it seems like that's how you are with your your life in general like you live on lake alice and your house is a log cabin basically yes without buildings and the vision that you and greg have greg is her husband um are so fascinating you know you just you see the bones of something and you see opportunity that's so so my husband's the martha stewart in the family (laughs) <laughs> so he he actually He's is Mark more Stewart. creative than I am. <laughs> well, and do, doesn't he have it hooked up so that, you know, the dock that you have um, at it, the edge of your lake. It floats. It floats and you can out, move around. Yes. And a little battery operated motor. And he's hooked us up with wireless so I can work out there. I mean, <laughs> that is taking remote office yeah. to like a whole new level. Yeah. We're good. We're a good fit together. We're good. You match. are a good yeah. fit because yeah. he has, you know, he kind of 
brings the practical side of what it is that you're doing. Yeah. You get to think big and then yeah. he's like, all right, how are we going to He's gonna like, now work? find the money to make this work, would you? <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> and it's worked for you. Yeah. Which is really fun. Yeah. So if you were to stop doing what you're doing now, what could you envision another venture being? I think around the experiences, around connecting people, um, bringing joy through events. So not, you know, large events like weddings and that Mm -hmm. sort, but just thinking creatively, how can we celebrate life and what's the, what are we celebrating? Mm -hmm. Um, And connecting vendors with families. Um, I, I love to host. I love to host parties. My husband loves to host parties, even though he's very shy and introverted, but he is very detailed and and knows Mm -hmm. how to set the stage. Mm -hmm. And I know how to bring people together. So I see us doing something like that. Um, Yeah, I think it would be fun no matter where we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and everybody always wants the host in their group of friends. I am also a host. I have learned that According to my Myers-Briggs, I'm like 60%, almost 60% introvert. And so then that's 40 if you do the math, folks. <laughs> so like an um, ambervert. Yeah. And so it's interesting because I love hosting a party. However, it's also nice for me because the introvert side is like I have something to do. Yes. I love setting the stage. I love doing all of that. But I'll have these moments of like awkward walking up to somebody and talking to them. But if I have a purpose for it, yep. you know, oh, do you need a new drink? Oh, mm-hmm. you know, let me get you some food, you know, or whatever it is. It gives me a sense of purpose. So mm-hmm. hosting for me is bringing all of my extroverted self together and my friends, but then giving me something to do. We're also very um, passionate about helping young people. Um, so another idea that we had was to put together some sort of um, school, school is not the right word, but a place where teenagers can go to learn the basics of life. Um, our house was kind of the gathering place for teenagers that were awkward or didn't have a real fit in anywhere. And it was amazing how little they knew about what is coming next in their life. Like I'm talking changing a tire, uh, building a resume, loading a dishwasher, doing laundry, cutting an onion. I think I have a name for it. (laughs) What's that? The left of center. Okay, tell me more. Well, it's for the kids that always feel like they're not in the center. Mm. They're just a little left, or in theory, right of center, right? And so... And then it's a center. It's not a school. Yeah. It's a gathering place. Yep. And so it's the left of center. I love that. I Look love at that. that. That'll be one million dollars. <laughs> one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is an amazing thing. Kids need to have a space where they can learn how to uh, apply for a job, how to, you know, sometimes for kids, basic hygiene, how to pay a bill, why uh, getting a credit card too soon is a bad idea, right. you know, all those yeah. kinds of things. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. So if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? So if it's for business, they can go to fingerprintmarketing.com and they can actually get on my calendar to chat. I would love to do a free consult and we can brainstorm on their business. Um, personally, I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok um, as P.L. Larson or Fingerprint Marketing. Um, I am 
on Clubhouse, but I don't know what my handle is. <laughs> we'll it's let you also know about new. That. It is also new. But Lacey, look at that. She's constantly staying up with the times. Well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Stacey. It's it was been fun. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Um, next week's show, we've got Bruce Flommer, the man, the myth, the legend in his own mind, um, behind Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Remember, folks, stay connected, not close. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh